And we go live in three, hi, I am Greg and I am a Bible hacker. Um, this channel seeks to decompress, unpack, clarify, dive deep into the scripture, hence the title, Bible Hacking, climbing deep inside of the scripture to get the true meaning of it. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, that's our goal here. And this is one of the episodes. Today, we're going to talk about the two cannots. Before we get into the two cannots, though, and can we limit God with our faith? Yes or no. And I think the answer in scripture is unequivocal and non-negotiable. Before we get into it, why are we doing this? 22 of 27 books in the New Testament discuss false teaching and false teachers. From Jesus through to Paul, Timothy, Jude, all of them touched on false teaching and the danger of it. I think these things would not be so prevalent in the New Testament if we could just casually take false teaching as, eh, it's no big deal. You know, he might be wrong, but it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. And the goal is not to be disrespectful to a preacher or to your preacher, but the goal is for you to be able to recognize if and when someone presents something to you as scripture, as canon, as a rule that is not in the scripture. We need to be able to recognize it and we need to be able to very quickly correct it. Even if it's just a correction to our own families or to ourselves, occasionally we may need to go and have a respectful conversation with an elder. And the Bible lays out exactly how to do that. Be respectful. Don't, you know, be, you know, don't attack, do, etc. So there are prescripted ways to do that. But this is not about that. This is about you, me, being able to recognize because we understand and have command of the Bible we should be able to recognize it. Timothy says, study to show yourself approved. Peter, in his epistle, said, always be ready to defend this gospel that you've given. And Paul, I believe it was to the Galatians, but don't quote me on that, said, even if an angel comes with a different gospel, you need to reject it. So all of that points to we should have a solid grasp on what is this thing we believe in. So there are some, this isn't, the Christian belief system is an orthodoxy, meaning there are rules, things we adhere to and things that, you know, we maybe don't adhere to and or optional. Um, certain things are canon, like this is the rule. A simple example of that is we believe the only way to salvation is through Jesus. Jesus came, died on a cross, lived, ministered, died on a cross, rose again after three days, and ascended on high, and he is our only access to God. That is not negotiable in the scriptures. There is no, yeah, you know, you can kind of look at it that way, but also Buddha and also, no. According to scripture, there is one way to God, and that is Jesus. So that's an example of one of our fixed rules. I believe what we're about to discuss today is another very unambiguous fixed rule that if we study our scriptures, it becomes very obvious. Sadly, there are lots of ministers, teachers, preachers that teach the opposite of this, and I think it is very, very problematic, and I'll explain why later. So let's dive into it. 
the two cannots. First cannot, Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of the world. A city that's hidden on a hill, city placed on a hill cannot be hidden. So obviously you can see the text here and I'm using this, it's called an interlinear where you can put the English words next to the Greek words so that I can pull out the Greek. Why is that important? That's important because this text, the Bible was not written in King James English or our English, it was written in this case in Greek. So we need to sometimes go back to the Greek to understand linguistically what the author was trying to convey, that the English might obscure. And this is a very good example of where the English obscures something. So Matthew 5, 14, city that's hidden on a hill cannot, city that's put on a hill cannot be hidden. I should stop misquoting that. Um, simple thing here, the word is dunatai, dunatai. That's a Greek word, and that's it right there, and it's dunatai, and it means power or ability. Whenever you see that little blue dot, that means, um, you know, it's tied together with the word either before or after. So this is power or ability and cannot. So this is cannot do. So a city that's on a hill cannot be hidden. What is that verse talking about? It's talking about the logistics of if you take a city with all of the trappings of civilization and lights and people living there, etc., etc., and you put said city on top of a hill, you cannot hide it. It is physically impossible for that city to be hidden simply because it's on top of a hill and the light can't be hidden from that city. That's physics. That's what that verse was saying. But let's look at a second cannot. The second cannot would be Mark 6, 5, and this is the touchy one. Mark 6, 5, and this is where Jesus was in Nazareth, his hometown, and the people in Nazareth, including his own family, kind of spoke down to him. And it was like, who's this dude, this cat out here, you know, preaching and teaching and supposedly doing miracles? Like, who is he? And they even went so far as to, and this is, it, it might not look at, in our culture, but in their culture, it very clearly was an insult. They went so far as to say, and you can see this in Mark 6, um, isn't that Mary's boy? Like, this was a predominantly male-centric culture. So to identify someone as Mary's son, his mother's son, not his father's son, that's saying, like, this is, this is no one. Like, this is Mary's boy. Like, man, Mary, holy cow. And th th they looked at him that way and Jesus's response was um you know something along the lines of you know a prophet does not you know a prophet is disregarded in his own town only when he goes away he gets regard and then the verse continues and he was unable to do any works of power he could not do any works of power there because of their lack of faith except for a few miracles or healings and i need you to see the difference here i'm going to go back again dunatai is the power or ability to do Edunatu is the desire or willingness to do. Both of them translate in English to cannot. In Greek, two very different words. What's the difference? And I'll translate this to English for you. Dunatai, the power or ability to do. Greg, can you run a mile in 15 seconds? I cannot. Why? Because I'm not that fast, my legs are not that strong, I physically am unable to run a mile in 15 seconds. Second question. 
excuse me, Greg, I know you're at work. I'm going to be two or three hours late. Can you take my time card and please go ahead and check me in, clock me in? I cannot. Same word, cannot, completely different meaning. Does that mean, am I saying that I am physically unable to go to the time clock? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. And you understand the context of that immediately. Just as every writer, reader, sorry, that read the New Testament back, you know, in 100 AD, immediately understood what that meant. But the English obscures it. And what's the problem with that? There are whole teachings right now that, and you may have been exposed to this already, but I am saying this is dangerous and it's wrong. There are whole teachings right now that say, without faith, we can limit God's ability to do something. And it's often hinged on that scripture. I've literally heard a very large scale preacher recently preach, Jesus was in Nazareth, he was willing to do the work. He was able to do the work. Like he was, you know, he had the ability, but he could not do the work because they lacked faith. What's the problem with that? The problem with that is our God, Yahweh, created the heavens and the earth by merely speaking a word. And we have such a high view of ourselves. I, I like to call it an inflated view of us that we think our faith can limit Yahweh who created heaven and earth, that's nonsensical. Flip it around. We think Yahweh who created heaven and earth is so, we have such a deflated opinion of him that we believe that he is there standing by handcuffed until we come through with faith. That is wrong. Faith is important. I'm not, I'm not denigrating the value of faith. But I'm saying, do not ever allow anyone to let you think that your faith, or lack thereof, can limit God. God does what God does, period. We can't stop it because God's will is going to be done. That is the nature of God in the Bible. That is what the two cannot talks about. And that is what we're trying to clarify today. So from now on, it is not ambiguous or not up for negotiation at all. There are two cannots. One is a moral, I don't think I want to do that, so I cannot. One is a, I don't have the ability to. And there is no situation where God does not have the ability to because he is God. Hope this helped. Hope this was beneficial to you. Um, definitely looking forward to doing you know more of these with you guys um, very very soon um, we're gonna be putting up a lot of videos and a lot of things the only thing I'm gonna kind of close on is I know sometimes we're going to have controversial topics or we're gonna push against something that in your tradition see but I've always known it that way I challenge you to remember our foundation is based on the Bible so please let the Bible be the thing that you base your orthodoxy or rule set on, not your tradition. There's nothing wrong with traditions, but the Bible needs to overpower tradition every single time. Hope this has been beneficial. Look forward to talking to you guys again soon.